Hey guys, joining Luke and Chelsea with Ironing Out the Kinks podcast, talking all things sexy, naughty, and just fun, as always. Yup. Yup. Um, sound a bit distracted on the intro because I'm thinking about buying dog food. It was just <laughs> reminded to me that I need to go out and buy dog food after this, so not for anything sexy, for an actual dog. So, um, yeah, you're joining a married couple who love discussing all of these fun topics. Um, before we jump into it again, I'm going to tell people youtube youtube that was the least enthusiastic youtube I, ever I felt done. it as well yeah felt all shaky it, coming out like do it I was, again follow us on youtube <laughs> <laughs> head over right now pause the episode we'd really appreciate your subscribe you don't know what to watch us on there we just need the subscribers simple as that literally do us a favor if we're not asking you to go and watch us on youtube i mean you can if you enjoy that totally looking at my boobs then i was checking out your tits i saw that my eyes are up here sorry (laughs) um but yeah go over check us out and just drop a subscribe it just helps us out uh and in the same vein whatever you listen to us on like us subscribe to us again it, it boosts our algorithm it gets more people seeing this kind of stuff and if uh if what we're covering is a little bit near and dear to your heart and you think that maybe what we're saying is good and should be out there a little bit more, help other people see it by just giving us a fucking rating. Share us on social medias. But we'll talk Easy about social that. medias at the end. Right, let's let's get stuck into this. Let's get finger deep. Okay, so we're starting with our top 100 kinks. Top 100 kinks. The first one is leather and latex. Leather and latex. Or just like, we can look, just look around the whole leather scene. Yeah. I think they are kind of two different things, but they're very closely they're similar. Very clo- I think the reasons for both. why you yeah. be into them are quite yeah. same, same on the ball. So that's people who are sexually attracted to um, people wearing or using leather or, or latex. sexually attracted to the feel of it on themselves and the look of themselves in it. Yeah. So this isn't something I've got much um, history with. No. I don't know if you've... What about them leather traps in the in the wardrobe, in the bedroom? That's not for me. That's for uh, Lucy. She only comes out on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. It's not me, though. It's not Luke. No. No, it's Lucy. Lucy, okay. Different person. I don't know what she's into. <laughs> Maybe she's into leather. I don't know. Um, but no, the... Uh, so we... I don't think either of us have really No, not particularly. No. But... Doing a bit of research, I immediately get why. As soon as I start reading people's sort of um, descriptions of what they like, there's like a strength in leather. Mm-hmm. You know, specifically, I'm going to talk about leather first, but okay. there's like a strength in leather. There's a way you can make it mold to the body. Yes. But with it also still being tough, it has a really, um, can have a soft and supple touch, mm-hmm. but a very distinctive touch. You know, you're touching leather if you're touching leather and the smell. It's all very yeah. distinctive. It's all very much unique to that fabric. So that's where I think that people can get drawn into it. As soon as you sexualize those very unique characteristics and they can't be confused for anything else, really, mm. um, you've got a, you know, a uniqueness that will just be like... Mm-hmm. You've also got the look of people in it. Um, it's a very striking look. It's yeah. a very um, empowering I'd say a powerful look, somebody in leather. Yeah. So you, you, when you when you look at um, leather women or uh, dominatrixes, they're always in leather. It's it's quite a powerful, especially when it comes to women. Yeah. It's quite a powerful look. Think- but then on the flip side with men, um, I know leather was and could sometimes still be heavily associated with the gay community because that's where they started to claim their um, 
independence and identity, per- identity within yeah. yeah within sort of mainstream sexuality exactly yeah so it was almost a way of identifying way back when way back when thank yeah. god we're past that <laughs> just it baffles me i know um so the other thing what you were saying there is um two things that i want to touch on so like if you were to be like wanting to be dominated by a woman and she turns up wearing leather again i think it's that strong text you know leather's really strong super mm-hmm. super strong so the fact that they're wearing this strong fabric this tough fabric that still molds to their body and gives a shine i think is like obviously holds quite an obvious eroticism yeah the other thing is the color you never see anyone in like white leather chaps you know <laughs> it's always black are leather. you in your christmas present sorry it's lucy Lucy. i don't know what lucy wants you know whatever (laughs) um but i think maybe the color because it's always black yeah and i think there's a reason for that i think that the the color of it holds something in their eye and i don't know what it is really i'm not too sure no but i get it because it is it's almost a sexy color isn't it Mm -hmm. you know either like red it's always quite dark and yeah that's why i'm saying seedy but i don't know dark and mysterious there you go dungeony yeah when it comes CD to it has negative connotations yeah, which no, again i think it's bullshit because yeah. i think it's a great word yeah yeah it's cd it, it's yeah. a cd looking dungeon yeah, i love yeah. it motherfucker get me in <laughs> yeah um so yeah would we incorporate leather i mean we have touched mainly think, on leather latex is very similar other than it has a really shiny finish which is yeah what people like almost like a liquid type finish yeah which i think is why people have got really into epoxy resin in the last like four years you think that not because of crafts not because of etsy not because of side hustles because everyone has a kink on latex i think covid brought around people with side hustles and then the vast majority enjoyed it (laughs) because it's shiny and sexy okay Um, but no i think there's something about seeing that kind of texture yeah i enjoy i like i love that like mirror texture not for a sexual way but i just love it i just think well this is what i was thinking with us i think the reason we probably never even looked at leather or anything like that is because your favorite thing to see me in is nothing yeah i've i've tried to like initiate buying sexually underwear that you would like and you're like no it's just on just just naked just yeah that's my favorite for for us though again there's a there's a difference with us where we don't necessarily use clothing or even really objects as part of our dynamic Mm. whereas i can i think probably maybe in the future we'll evolve towards that yeah. You know, I've got no no aversion to that. And we obviously, I feel like everybody's always constantly sexually evolving one way or another. So maybe we will. Mm-hmm. But at the minute, I just want to see you naked. I just want to put you in all of the positions and look at you. I think um, I'm just having a my, my mind going off. If I was the dom in our relationship, yep. I probably feel quite empowered wearing something like that. I, I, I'd be like, it's almost like putting on a mask, taking myself out of everyday Chelsea and putting myself into dominatrix sexy Chelsea. It's like wearing that role. Wearing a role. We said we weren't going to talk about role play this week. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is. It, it, it's all it bloody is. role play, really. But you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, I understand from the dom side of women, it, it is wearing a role. And then look, flipping it and looking at submissive males, the leather for them, like lev- wearing leather trousers or wearing leather jacket or something that's quite leather masks uh, well yeah i'm i'm your i'm your slave mistress very so much get, so again, ownership yeah 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 no i think it's an interesting one and if anyone's got any experience on that that really really listened to this and thought fuck i want them to talk about it fire it at us we'll give you the links at the end that means you've got to stick around to the end to listen to what the <laughs> links are um right what's the what's the next one the next one is used underwear okay okay <laughs> 
take it away. <laughs> this is a, yeah, this is a favorite of mine. Yeah. So people who enjoy. It's that much of a favorite. We've literally got some of your underwear on. Hanging off of our camera, camera right now in front yeah. of Luke. In front of me, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do that though, by the way. People are going to again be like, this man is. It's because you came it. into the bed. No, you came into this room after I'd given it to you the day before and was like, there you go, you're coming back now. And I just hung them on the camera is and they've been there since. Yeah. They, they. Yeah. They're sticky. Oh, well. <laughs> they're sticky. Um, so, yeah, so used underwear. This is for people like myself mm -hmm. who enjoy um, having a woman's or male's used underwear. Um, for me, it's yours, obviously. But yeah, the idea for it, the why for me is I can smell you. I love that smell. I love it. I love, <laughs> I love, you know, going down on you. I love that intimacy. And it's, there's obviously like a scientific reason behind like pheromones are released yeah, there in order it. to encourage mating. But, and it's just naughty. I just know that they've been strapped to your vagina for however long. And it means I get to like, smell you mm -hmm. and when i work away you'll often surprise me with a used pair of underwear in my bag yeah i never understood even when i was younger i think i had this kink before i knew what it was for right so like i remember i can't remember what it was it was some bullshit tv program like eastenders or something you know if you're still watching eastenders now grow up <laughs> um but they like somebody gave somebody one of the girls was having an affair with a guy and she gave him new underwear that she'd bought Right. And I remember thinking, I hadn't, I was young at this point, and I remember thinking, shouldn't they be worn? I wouldn't want underwear with the tags on. It doesn't make <laughs> you sense. Have Am I going to wear them? Being a pervert. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Fucking loud and proud, baby. Um, yeah. So that's that's the why, and that's like it's a extreme, especially. I can imagine people who buy women's underwear on the internet. That's got to be almost quite a rush. That's somebody yeah. you're never going to meet. You'll never know, you'll never have sex with, but you get to smell their most intimate areas and, and like taste it almost. Mm -hmm. I get that. I wouldn't do it because I'm, I'm tight as fuck. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, it, that's, that's sexy. Yeah. And I know many men who would try and keep hold of a woman's underwear. See, this surprises me. So when, when we've been like um, moving and stuff for and had movers in, you've been like, make sure you're packing your underwear off. I don't want any of the men still in your underwear. Yeah. And I'm like, who's going to do that? But you're so convinced that people, so many men will just pinch a pair of underwear if they could. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, again, I'm not going to tell you stories from when I was in secondary school. But <laughs> I can only imagine. Like house parties and stuff. And <laughs> oh, no. yeah, there'd be all sorts of nonsense going on. But Oh, now this like worries me for any house party I had when I was 15. Are you telling me like the lads were nicking my underwear at my washing bin? One million no. percent. Yeah, one million percent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to text all my friends now from back in the day. Don't, because they were like, yeah, still use them. Yeah. Um, That's why they keep trying to add me. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. what? I think I'm um, also I'm just going to say this from like the women's point of view. I love that you want my underwear. Yeah. And when I know that you're working away, for one, I love it when you found them and you're so excited to smell them later or you're like, I can still smell you. I feel like, oh, I don't know, it's a tingle. I don't, I can't describe the sensation. Yeah. And then like when it comes to bedtime and you need to 
exercise your demons before bed <laughs> that's our secret way of putting it nobody knows that oh we've said it a few times, we've said it a few times. But, um and the eye and the <laughs> fact that you're using them it's just i'm not the i'm not the dom in this relationship but it's a really like empowering empowering yeah. feeling still you're like enabling me to you know have a better orgasm yeah that's what you're there, doing there's that, that thing of like from my point of view anyway and i know a lot of other women i speak to we don't care if our men watch porn that's absolutely fine it's all the better if they're watching a video or wanking to pictures of us and in my head it's all the better that you're smelling me while you're in that like moment yeah 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 yeah. I, i like i like the thought of that so i think um if there's any women listening where your man or woman stays away a lot or works away i think this is a little like fun sexy thing to touch on you pop it in their bag they won't know about it and when they get to wherever they are you're like how is it you're settled in or whatever oh have a look in your side pocket there's a little treat for you in there for tonight ah oh, do it <laughs> do it for people you were literally you took the words out of my mouth yeah i was going to say about how do people do this and i was going to talk about the empowerment point of view from a female okay or, or the, the male depending on you know however your relationship is um but i think it's not even if they're working away do you remember weeks and weeks ago, one of our like first few episodes, we had um, somebody say that they uh, had got together with uh, the person they were with after having an affair. They'd had an affair oh, together yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were kind of, they'd had all of this heightened stuff and then it kind of died off. Mm. They go to work, put it in their coat pocket. Well, I, I've done this for you when you've just gone to work anyway. Exactly. So- and I'll tell you what, having to like go back to our changing rooms to like, you know, I'm just going to go grab my wallet because I'm going to go to the shop. Yeah. I go into the change rooms and I just go, and, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you, and I know you, I'm going to, you're going to get it when I get in tonight. Yeah. Cause all day it's again, it's the thing of flirting. Like in, in the glove box of a car or anything like that. You, there's so, so many things that you could yeah. do. And this is almost, yeah. Like you say, it's like a, it's flirting. Yeah. It's not it's like, foreplay. it's not sex, sexting throughout the day or anything. It's a whole nother level. Yep. It's foreplay. So yeah. it is. It's another area, like we say, foreplay starts at the beginning of the day. It doesn't start in the bedroom. Exactly. This is a kind of foreplay. And again, if you were, um, as an example, I'm going to delve into it because I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> but if you were a female like Dom in a relationship, you can give them to your, to your sub and be like, there you go. Smell those all day. Think of me all day. And then they come home at night and then just be like, you don't get to touch yourself now. Like yeah. you, you're, you're not going to get to fuck me. Just drag it out over days. <laughs> make them make them ache, you know? Yeah. There's so many angles of this, and this is such a little enabling tactic for you not being there. You don't even have to do anything. You just have to wear underwear and then put well, them somewhere. This is it. Some, sometimes you you sometimes ask me to wear it throughout the day and then give it to you. And yeah. <laughs> I want a full day's worth. I know you do, but I'm a, I'm a little bit OCD when it comes to cleanliness and hygiene with that. So sometimes I don't do it, but sometimes I'll just put on the underwear when you're not here. I'll go use a toy or something. Won't take the underwear off. I'll get them. Nice and wet. Nice and wet, how you like them. And then I'll give them to you that way. So I know um, it could be daunting for some women. Also listening to this going, oh, I don't want to have to wear them all day and give them to him. There's other ways around it. You haven't got to go straight into that. I know you're so disappointed. (laughs) The face of your (laughs) face right now. I was just about to be like, oh, just wear them all day. (laughs) Whatever. But just like as an idea, if you're in a starting place, just put a pop them on, go use a toy, go use your fingers, get them a little bit. Moist. Uh, so I don't know why I said that. I was that. going with gooey. <laughs> That's I think people will find that equally as yucky, you know. <laughs> All right, just just do just business wet. in them. <laughs> just get them just get them wet. There um, you go. Oh, do you fucked. know what? 
when you what's the what's the thing in the car where you got the mirror on? The sun visor. Yeah, pop him in there. So when he's like going through the Mackey's driver and he goes to get his like card out or something to pay, they fall You're down. such a peasant. Why? You're such a peasant. Why? Your immediate go-to wasn't like, oh, the sun's out. He'd bring the sun visor. <laughs> oh, yeah, when he's in Mackey's. <laughs> Yeah, we've had, what, two McDonald's this year? <laughs> and one of them didn't count because it was McDonald's breakfast and we were travelling. So we, you've made everyone who listens to yeah. this, which is t- tens of thousands of people now, <laughs> and they're going to be like, oh, look at these these chubby motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, when the sun comes out, that's, that, Too late. that's literally what it's used for more. <laughs> Too late. We're bringing the JCB in so you can dig this hole deeper. You know what I'm saying, though, I right? know exactly what you're saying, but your point was completely lost. So lost, wasn't yeah. it? Okay. <laughs> I think we've I think we've done that to death. That's my favourite. And if anyone didn't get it from my initial intro, I fucking love smelling Chelsea's used underwear. I love it. I love it. I think you've got a thing for it with girls as well, haven't you? We talk about it. We talk about the smell and yeah. taste of women. I mean, I've got it for myself as well. <laughs> You're so self-indulgent. I know. It's such an ego. But you, I love you, it. you like me to sniff my underwear or lick my underwear, and I like I enjoy doing that. Yeah, definitely. It's good fun. <laughs> there's so many angles of this and we could go all day but we won't because uh people will probably be like okay what's next right and what is next let's move on to the naughty corner which is a voice tut, tut 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 naughty naughty right let's fucking do it let's do this so due to work i've been away for three months straight me and my partner have been together for two years now but when i get back she's been noticeably different We didn't kiss for the first three days and haven't even had sex in one week. Whilst away, we would talk about what we would be all over each other once I return, but she hasn't been in the slightest. I've been forward with communicating, largely thanks to this show, and essentially asked what's wrong. And all she said was, it feels like I'm cheating on you with you because I'm not used to you being here. I often try to kiss and initiate sex, but she isn't having any of it. Am I the problem or do I just need to give it more time? Okay, wow. I say what, you you give the female point of view on this because this is, I can give a very accurate male point of view because I've been away for months and months on end. Um, I don't think there's any one answer to this. I think there's several possibilities. But from a female point of view and a personal point of view, if what she's saying is true, that, you know, it's, it's... what I'm taking from that is she's saying it's difficult because you've been away for a while and then you come back and it feels like it's like not you. Because when, when when somebody's not, when you're not with someone for a while and you're just talking over text and phone, that text phone person does become a different person in your mind to the physical version that you then see in front of you. So if there's some little shakes in the relationship anywhere where either you're not communicating or you're not like super close you've been away from each other for a while and then you come together, it can take a little while to feel connected because you've been so used to being away from that person. Does that make sense? Am I making make any sense so far? Yeah. So I, I can understand that. Um, but then there are some worrying things in there where, you know, well, you said you didn't kiss for the first three days. That's, that's mental because regardless, I'd want to get up and give you or give the person I'm with a kiss to welcome them home even if it felt a little bit foreign to me so that is a little bit worrying but yeah one of my best friends is away at the minute and he's been away for how long four months now you can't wait to smooch him I can't wait to kiss him first thing (laughs) I do when I see him and when when we're back in each other's arms I'm gonna kiss him yeah 
Um, yeah, sorry, go on. But uh, so uh, so playing one side of the field in if she what she's saying is correct, then I understand almost from that point of view. You say you've been forward with communicating a lot, um, which is great. What are you communicating? Because if it's if you've been away for three weeks and then you three get months. back. God, three months. Okay, if you've been away for three months and then you get back and the conversations that are coming out of your mouth is all to, to do with sex and what you want to do and what you're interested in, it might be a little bit of a, can we just get back to normal life for a moment before we fuck from her? We, so we've got difference of opinions We do on have this. difference of opinions on this. Yeah. Well, I'm giving one of my opinions because I do have another opinion as well. Okay. So this, I'm just giving the benefit of the doubt in the woman's corner right now um do you want to say anything on this well do you want to do i've got quite a lot to say on it i think right okay do you want to do the rest of yours or no do you no, want me no to? you go ahead okay so first of all contrary to what you say hats off for communicating yeah you know how hard that is for some men no that's what i said you know, like it's great that they're I know, communicating. No, i'm not saying you've <laughs> slated him at all but i think no matter what being able to open up and communicate especially as a man um is is good yeah um, obviously understanding how you're going to communicate how that person's going to take it blah 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 there's a whole thing there but you've done the right thing by trying to communicate a concern instead of allowing it to fester or worry or or bubble over into other emotions you've done the emotionally mature thing so mm-hmm. fucking hats off brother now three months i don't think it's a very long time to some people to it's some, a very long time yeah i've accumulated years and years of my life i've spent out of the country that, or away. that's you if this know, is the first time they've had three months apart or anything like that but that we don't yeah. have the background there see with this it's difficult because my my career you know my past careers where like i say i've spent an awful lot of time away come back and seen this kind of thing happen yeah and i'm not going to say it's always bad but it's quite often can be bad yeah you know that person and it's not even i'm not saying that she's like cheated on you but has there been an instance where she's, if she's not used to it, has she got the um, the emotional support that she's used to getting from you from somebody else? Yeah. You know, and understand. that can just be like a work relationship. That can be something else. That can be a friend that's no longer quite a friend. Um, all I'm saying with that is I want to be honest, but I don't want to just put fear in you, but just be candid with her on that just mm. be like is this is this what's happening because the only thing worse i think than getting cheated on emotionally or physically is almost being gaslit about it and being told like you're absolutely wrong yeah how dare you think that and then you start to question everything yourself it's almost much fairer of that person to just be like yeah that's exactly what's happening yeah the other thing is so less uh doom doom and gloom but still kind of doom and gloom um, sometimes people will get used to you not being there and then realize they prefer it. Okay. So that's what my mum and dad, my dad was in the army for, I don't even know how long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always, I'm not close to my dad. Um, but I say to my mum, like what happened? And she'd be like, I just preferred him not being there. And when he used to come home, he'd ruin my house. Yeah. So in the end I was like, you just need to get out of my house. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, people will, they get used to it. And it's, it's, if you do a job where you go away, you'll understand what I mean. It's tough being away. I can tell you now, it's tougher being the person left at home because mm. you've got to deal with all of the normalities at home without the person that you're used to. 
Whereas when you go away, you're in a completely different environment. You're doing a completely different thing. You can always forget about it. Yeah, it's, you're, you're, you're almost on a weird work holiday. Everything's, yeah. everything's different. You're not at home. You're not cleaning. You're not tidying. You're not seeing your friends. You're not driving your car. You're not doing anything normal. And then you come home and you're like, right, everything should be good now. And that person's like, hang on, I've climatized to you not being here. Yeah. I need to allow you this to. This is what I was try- trying to say yeah, a little sorry. bit. I, like, know, I know I've kind of delved into no, what no, you were no, saying. No, no, it's great. So, um, really, really bad example. But <laughs> <laughs> This is awful, by the way, but listen. <laughs> and, and it's not... Anyway, I'll get into it. So sometimes you'll be away for a night with work. Just one. Just one night. Okay. And I've had my moment, I've had my, my space, I've cleaned the house, I've sat on the sofa and done nothing to watch TV. And then you come home and the house is like active and lively again. And for like a very, very small amount of time, I'm like, well, I was just by myself. Yeah. Like, I've still got my program to finish watching. Yeah. And it's literally not the same as this, but it all it, it's almost them feelings of like, it's going to take a moment for me to readjust to you being here. Yeah. Um, and, and again, especially maybe- like you said, with your mom and after three months straight. And if it's not the sinister thing, which it, could be um it could just be a case of it takes her longer to readjust yeah and it's you know and i'm not saying i've i've given you possible well the worst case scenario that she's got a sort of physical and emotional um support from somewhere else maybe she's just developed a really you know a self motivate a self like a coping mechanism yeah what would you say like just a self love coping mechanism soothing, self-soothing yeah self-soothing come maybe she's just developed that and it's like okay she really needs to get used to you being back i think you need to there's a couple of things i'd suggest here you you go my love um wooing her <laughs> so it, it, it might it might just need a hard reset you know, might just yeah. might just need a really lovely day. He's gonna go. be such a man, then. Go on, no, fucking why should he? Why should he? <laughs> no, I don't no, mean. I right. don't mean just from his point of view. Oh, also, yeah. her wooing him. Both of you wooing each other. A hard reset. Have a really beautiful day together, where each other's attention is all you've got. A really lovely evening, doing things you love, having a laugh, and then seeing where it goes from there. It might. It might just need a little quick hard reset to yeah. kick it in and like i say um with things oh, i've said this again in previous episodes with people who haven't had sex for a long period of time and they're like how can we get the spark back and sometimes you just need a hard reset and you just need a fuck and you just need to <laughs> get that bond back and that spark back between each other in, yeah. rather than trying to tease it just hard reset and go for it yeah for sure for sure i think that's definitely a good option yeah i think obviously he's tried to communicate but yeah. i feel like there needs to be, if you've kind of got to the point where it's a stressor enough in your head that you're like, I'll write into a podcast that I, I listen to, then I feel like there's definitely more of a severe conversation to be had. Not severe as in negatively, but a much more serious conversation of like, right, okay, I know you've said this, but I don't feel like we're connecting on the level that we should be or we have done. Yeah. I want to hash this out and fully understand. I want you to break this down for me. And I would broach the subject. Which is why I think with the hard reset sometimes sometimes you just don't want to fucking talk about it or you don't know how to talk about it or you don't know how to explain what's going on sometimes actions speak louder than words i feel like if you both put in the effort to have a this kind of moment together reconnect a spark i keep saying hard reset a day or two even a week of it of just focusing on each other and seeing if that sparks building back up again and things just might naturally move the course into it if it doesn't that's where you need to be like look really tried i've tried to speak to you i've tried to put in an effort something's not happening here 
I think we need to have a good conversation about it. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think there's a, a whole host of things that they can delve into here. Yeah. I think she needs to be more forthcoming. Mm-hmm. She needs to understand that he's been away. And again, he's come back excited to see the person that he's with. It doesn't say how long they were together. They're together. Anything, no, they've been together two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah. So, he's, you know, they're well-established relationship. He's excited to come back to her and she's keeping him at arm's length. Why? And she needs to be understanding of his position. I feel like a lot of the times people get a chip on the shoulder, aka my mum, <laughs> get a chip on the shoulder and be like, no, you can't just waltz back in here. Yeah. Like, it's not that, it's not like that. They've not just been having a, a fucking great old time. Been working. If he said, I've just, I've just come back from traveling for three months, just having a sick time in. And now she doesn't want to touch me. And now she doesn't want to touch me, yeah. And I've just been in like Cancun and all around the South America for the last three months. You'd yeah. be like. But it, it, yeah. it's hard to understand someone's reality when you're not in that I'm reality. Yeah, yeah, nobody's nobody's ever the villain in their own story. Yeah. Big shout out to my boy Richie who taught me that years ago. <laughs> nobody's ever the villain in their story. You know? Nice, I like that. Yeah, I love that. I always think about that when you think someone's a dickhead. <laughs> you're like, they're never going to see it because they'll never be the villain in their own story. No one is. No, I can see, I don't know. If I'm being a dickhead, I'm like, oh, Yeah, you know you're being a dickhead, but some people are just dickheads. Do you yeah. think Vladimir Putin thinks he's the villain? Mm. Do you think Hitler thought he was the villain? No. No. No one's ever the villain in their own stories. So I think, just touching <laughs> on this before we get back into yeah. Hitler. <laughs> um... I'd, I'd, I'd say start off with one of two ways and whichever one you want to go with first, go for it. The hard yeah. reset, a, a couple of days or a week of trying to ignite a spark and or a big, bigger discussion and talk on it and just really put your cards on the table. But I, th- I think like an action speaks louder than words in here, especially if they already spoke about it. The conversation must get, be getting a bit boring, draining, got nothing more to add yeah. to it now. Okay. Um, no, I think that's, I think that's good. That I think, yeah, I think we're just beating the same drum if we go into it anymore. Yeah. Okay, so let us know you get on. Uh, if you need any more advice, any more um, help with that, please just let us know. We're, we're here to, to do what we can in the completely untrained manner that we're in. Yeah, I, I always think when we read these stories, like, and we move on from it, and then it kind of goes out of our mind. I really hope these people are sorting shit out. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. I want to hear even, back from them. Not even if it's from... Our advice is a hope. I don't like people being in uncomfortable situations or unhappy. Because you're a really nice person. I'm a fucking villain. What are you talking about? You are a villain. You don't. You didn't get upset at the red wedding on Game of Thrones. <laughs> you literally <laughs> just looked at and went, "So." I didn't. I said, "Was that the red wedding?" Yeah. And you was like, "Yeah." yeah I was like, "Snapping oh, my okay. neck, looking at you in the TV to see your reaction." Um, <laughs> But no, I think I want people, and when we say update us, we don't mean update us so we can read it out. If you're happy to have it read out, great. But sometimes just update us. We yeah. like the tea. <laughs> um, but also, like Charles said, like we genuinely have like a vested interest in people not being sad and feeling bad. Because yeah. n- no one wants that for people, really. All right, moving okay. on to something a bit more fun. Okay. Not that we're calling that one. It was serious. There you go, yeah. Serious to fun, there we go. There you go. Right, being a bisexual woman with a twist, I was hoping to get advice. I am very much into women, but only in a threesome or thruple situation. I've been in two separate thruples and loved it. I'm not interested in one-on-one with a woman. I love dick too much. Relationships have been a disaster. And this year, when 
Sorry, relationships have been a disaster this year. And when I tell my prospective partner I'm best bisexual, they go one of two ways. Either the guy is dead against introducing a woman into the bedroom or they become a man possessed trying to find anything with a, with a vagina to have fun with. Is there such thing as a happy medium, ma'am? Also, where can you find other like-minded, hot bisexual girls? The girls on apps like Field, Tinder, Hinge, etc. always end up being time wasters. Wow. Cool. Okay, that is more fun. I think you're the SME on this. You're the subject matter, matter expert on this. You, you Thank go for you it. for letting us know what that abbreviation was. Some people don't know. I say <laughs> it sometimes and people look at me like I've got two heads. Um. I, I love that she wouldn't be interested on one-on-one for women because she loves dick too much. Yeah. I can almost relate to that, but I almost... You would fuck a woman one-on-one. I've always said I don't... I could date women and I could friends with benefits women. I could fuck women one-on-one, but I couldn't be in a relationship with one because I love dick too much. <laughs> Your dick too Thank much. Thank you. There we go. Ooh, um, nearly. So nearly. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So her question is trying to find a happy medium. I mean, yeah. In a, in a man. In a man, yeah. You really should be able to find it. I'm, I'm going to assume who, you're going for the wrong guys Literally, there. I was going to say, it depends what age you're dating and what kind of character you're dating. Yeah. If somebody's, if you get a man who's not very secure in himself, he will say no to another woman because he feels like seeing his partner with somebody else, you know, he's not secure enough to enjoy that. We've talked about this before. Yeah, we've and it's, not, about this. it's not a problem and if you're fine. not into that. Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, as well, we need to respect that. That's not going to be men's, some men's things. Absolutely. Because they are straight and just want to be monogamous. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Like, hats off for you. You know what you want. Yeah, I probably went in a bit slanderous there and been like, yeah, not, they're fucking, let's grow <laughs> some up. guys are fucking you're ridiculous. Little, little <laughs> yeah, no, but, um, but yeah, I think it's a happy medium. I'm, then, I think I'm a happy medium. I think I've had moments and I think it's hard. When you, you get still the do have moments sometimes i think um when you get a man's blood up though yeah it's hard i say a good way of maybe taking control of this then is i think if you had control of finding said vagina a quote <laughs> what she said if you had control of finding the vagina we'd probably have a lot more freesomes I have control of when we do it and who we do it with. So I'd maybe, if if you're not already doing this, maybe you take the reins. You say to him, like, if you found if you found a guy guy who is happy to have threesomes with you, say to him, but I'm the one who's going to source it, and it's on my terms when I want it. Yeah. If you give him the reins to solve to sort it, I think you're going to be having a lot more threesomes, a lot more often, and it might feel like a bit of a. We're just fucking, aren't we? We're just having sex with people. We're not in a relationship here. It's difficult because a threesome to a man is like a toddler with Christmas. Right. You can tell them to stop talking about it. There's all that's on their mind all of a sudden. And they want to talk about it. Yeah. And that's hard. And that, I think that just takes a little bit of time. I'm nothing, nothing like I used to be. No, you... <laughs> it's, it's such an exciting prospect. No, I know. I'd know. say maybe 10 months ago, you was a bit of a... That's like you was this, you were these guys that she, she's that describing. Bad. You, you was every other week. You was like talking about it and wanting it. And have we sorted something yet? You were just really excited by it. Like yeah. you say. So that's why I'm saying if it was all in your hands, it, you'd probably be what she's describing. Be drowning in third party <laughs> women. So I'd say to maybe combat that when you do find a guy who is willing to free submit, 
you do it. You do all the yeah. I think, that's, I think that's important anyway because I feel like and I, for and the I, woman to be in, unless you want to completely relinquish control, I think it's important for the woman to be in control of yeah. when you know it's the talking the, exactly exactly. What I was going to say there is, um, I also set a boundary with you on it. In what sense? In the frequency. Do you? I did. Did you? You forget. My memory's shot, you know this. <laughs> We've had this conversation a few times, but I'll, I'll go over it. I set a boundary in the fact that I didn't want our sex life to purely be about us and finding the next woman and having sex with other women. I want an in, our own sex life outside of that. And then when we want to have fun, we bring another woman in and then we go back to you and I connection. Yeah. So my boundary wasn't necessarily, oh, we'll do it every three months. We'll do it every two months. It was more just stop thinking it's on the table at all times and we're going to do it when we when I want basically yeah I think again men like you said you're getting them excited <laughs> so you also need you need to set that boundary like I like having sex with women having threesomes but I don't want that to be my entire sex life because then it becomes a bit of a novelty yeah you lose it loses its magic I think yeah you know and it's fun it is great but we haven't had a threesome in a while now no and that's cool we haven't really talked about it in a little while either. No. Talk about it sometimes. Because again, I think you've understood where the, <laughs> the boundary lies. I get it, but yeah, I get it now. And yeah. I get it. And but we've never I don't think we've ever lost our 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 intimacy. No, never. never. Um but that I can imagine that could be a risk to some people if <laughs> the man's in charge. Yeah, or if the man like, or, you, or the or you're constantly wanting to sleep with yeah. other people, you're gonna start losing your individual spark. Absolutely. Um I think finding the happy medium we say the same thing every week but just communicate it yeah. exactly like you've said set the boundary if you meet somebody and you're vibing and they're all good and they i wouldn't even necessarily bring up the third party just yet i'd be no. i'd ask them you've had a threesome or two and you know when you're doing that introductory bit with somebody and you you're you get to the spicy stuff yeah and you start talking about like sex you can ask those questions but there's no need to necessarily straight off the bat be like well i'm bisexual and i want that's threesomes. it because i feel like that's if you're just gonna be like oh it's fuck, in his head that's then. what i want yeah yeah it's in his head he's like oh she's spicy i need to keep this yeah crazy you've just dashed a load of blood in the water and you don't expect sharks to <laughs> circle you know um and then you can kind of bring that in a little bit later you might end up that person might end up being an absolute twat and you're just like Oh, I didn't, I'm glad I didn't open more of myself up to this person. Yeah. You know, if you're going to, if, unless you want it to be like a very casual thing with somebody, I think what you're talking about is actually getting in a relationship, like dating somebody and possibly getting in a relationship with somebody who's open to doing kind of what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you, you really have to calm men down. I said it last week. I say it again this week. Men are dumb. We're really, really dumb. And you know, that whole, the ultimate fantasy for men statistically number one is a threesome of two women yeah that's the number one so the majority of men are probably going to be fantasizing about this for a long time and then you're suddenly turning up and possibly putting it on the table first date you're riling the beast yeah motherfucker i want it <laughs> and i want it now so maybe introduce it later or maybe explain to them i really um you know, I'd love to have a threesome with another girl, but it has to be very particular. I need to organize everything and just use your past experiences to kind of pre-warn them. Yeah. So like I've dated men before. I've told them this and they've just gone on a rampage trying to find any woman for us to have sex with because they're just desperate for it. And it's immediately given me the ick and just made me want to fucking leave. No, then and they know what, not what to out. do. And they're suddenly like, okay, okay. I'm understanding the parameters of how I get this fucking magical situation. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, yeah, I think, 
think there's definitely a way to skin it mm-hmm. and it's just about how well you kind of bring it up to them because we're dumb we, you know we're just really stupid things one thing i will say um that feels going out of my head as the words are coming out of my mouth <laughs> go on you keep talking it's gonna come to me okay just talk us about how men are like so men dumb. Are really dumb no um and i think you will you will find those you will find those people that uh kind of if they're on that wavelength of doing that emotionally mature enough to understand the mm-hmm. good way to find it where you've talked about apps and stuff sorry my points now come to my head before go. we jump into how to running out of what i was gonna say <laughs> um so like you were saying about not telling them straight away seeing if you get along then kind of leaning into it i would hedge a bet on this and i'm going from men that i know and men that i've dated that had I brought that up early doors that I'm bisexual and I want to have threesomes with them, it could have, it could and probably would have scared them off at the very, very beginning because we don't know each other. You don't know the kind of person I am. We don't know all that about each other. If I was dating this person and had been for quite a while and they get to know me a little bit more. And then I was like, I've actually been thinking I'd really like to have a threesome is it something you'd be interested in and because you've had sex because you've let the walls down between each other it could be something that they'd warm up to more then than at the beginning with a scary shock of a random stranger saying yeah I want threesomes with a person I date <laughs> yeah um so just just another reason to say don't go in so hot on yeah your expectations from it I think a good thing from the point of view like because I didn't know you were bisexual the first time we dated no. you know we dated for months and I didn't know I think if you've got a man who's excited by that prospect and says to you, oh, would you be, would you look for threesomes? You can say, maybe. Do you want me to tell you about when I've had sex with a woman and what it's like and what I like? Mm-hmm. Men want to hear that. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the live experience. That that can kind of be an edgeways into it, but I would always pre, pre sort of pre-warn them with all of your past experiences of <laughs> this is... This is what other men have done. And, yeah, and guess what? They're not gone, here anymore. This is how it's gone tits up. Yeah. I'm not looking for it again. And then they'll be like, oh, note to self, don't do that. She doesn't like it. Exactly. So moving on to like how to how to find these kinds so, of things. Yeah, she says field, Tinder, Hinge all end up being time wasters. I think to We've find... Had good, good times on Well, this Tinder. is it. I think... We've been asked this question as well on, on Instagram before. Yeah. To find these sort of people regardless of where you're looking, you're going to have time wasters because you're going to have people who are one, unsure, mm-hmm. two, <clears throat> even if it wasn't this field and you're just looking for casual sex, you get time wasters anyway of people that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm up for it. I might be free this weekend. Weekend comes, you're free this weekend, blanked. I mean, it's, it just happens anyway in trying to find casual sex, regardless of like trying to find a hot bisexual girl who wants to fuck a guy <laughs> and a girl. So you're going to get time wasters no matter what. I bear that in mind. Tinder works really well for us. That's where we found people before. I don't f- rate Bumble. I don't rate Hinge. Don't rate, rate Field. Tinder's where to go because I think it's way more quick fire to get through the time wasters. Whereas Hinge, you've got to like find a picture that you want to comment on and send and wait for them to respond. Tinder's quick fire. Yeah. Um, it's also all about how you're setting up your profile. So our profile is really, really straightforward. The first line is a bunch of unicorns. The second line is couple. Third line is looking for like-minded, open women for 
FFM, FF, like say saying the things that you want. That's pretty much it. It's really to the point. We don't have, sorry, I'm going to cough. That's all right. We don't have anything that's like, I love hiking and going to the beach. Like, nothing about us. It's just really bullet point quick, some pictures. And I think that's how we get through it so quickly. People will look at yeah. it and go, yes or no. Sometimes I'll get people message me and go, sorry, I didn't realize there was a couple. Didn't read your profile. I'm like, okay, see you later. I think just keep it really, really fucking simple and accept that you're going to get some time wasters. I agree. I think talking about that, I'll put my little two pence in. The, um, so you're in a really great position to be a unicorn. and Or is she looking for a unicorn? Either or? Well, she is looking for a unicorn if she was in a relationship, but currently it sounds like she's single. Right. So what I'm saying is whilst you're looking for a relationship, go and be a unicorn. Go and get some dick and pussy. Yeah. Go and enjoy yourself. Change your Tinder profile and look for women only and just state that you want to, um, you know, you're down to be a unicorn. Just put a unicorn in your your This bio. is it. Just keep it really fucking simple. A yep. bunch of pictures of you, shit ton of unicorn emojis. And then write something like DTF. Yes, I'm that magical unicorn. DTF. Yep. We know what that means. <laughs> Everyone the, will know what it means. The other thing I'd say is um, you can look up um, different sex clubs where they have like certain couples and bi- and bisexual women invite onlys. Yeah. So Heaven Circle. So a really good one for um, particularly women only would be they're called one night parties and they are um, set up by Modest Gold and the London Vagabond. And then we've also got ones, we've got Heaven Circle. So we've got Heaven Circle. And Dominitus Dominus Events. Dominus, I'm trying Dominus, to find them Dominus now. Dominitus Events. But my phone's events. not connected because we're on airplane mode because we're recording. <laughs> Dominus. <sighs> Maybe we can put a section on, on our less, website less, with just some sex clubs. Just some, yeah, some sex clubs. Um, we've got... Also uh, up north, so these are London-based ones, up north-based ones, you've got the townhouse um but yeah may, maybe go, go throw yourself into a sex party that's what i'm thinking yeah um because again you're in that really really unique position um of being able to enjoy yourself being a, in such a great position being a bisexual woman who knows exactly what you want exactly how you're going to find it so yeah i think that you're you're in a great position and you should really utilize it yeah are you happy with that? I'm happy with that. Do you that. think we've covered it? I think we've covered it. If um, Yeah, if you've got any more questions, let us know. And I think after this conversation, we should throw a little little page on the website of some links. and. Well, I mean, we're, we're on the list of a couple of those. Yeah. So they we've got an already sort of set up contact with them. So we could just fire across them and say, do you mind us yeah, but- picking you up? Um, And then, yeah, then people can kind of get that. We can just direct them to there. Cool. It's a good idea. Well done. Thank you very much. Okay, what's next? Slippery when wet. Slippery when wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I That wasn't planned. Oh, cute. We're so in each other's heads. Okay, so I've been very sexually active over the last few years after coming out of a long-term relationship. I started to develop a kink for giving women facials. I don't know what it is, but I love painting a woman's face with my cum. I know some aren't into it, but I'm curious if women think it's degrading as I've had some women beg me to come on their face. I think that's I like fucking it. great. Yeah. Yeah. I think as long as you're finding the people that are into it, fucking, yeah. I don't think all women find it degrading. There's probably some that do. I, th- I think there's a, there's a lot of reasons why some women want it. They want to be degraded and they want to be humiliated. So yeah, just use me as a cum rag. 
Yeah. And also it's like a, a very unique angle. Yeah. To be, you know, able to see that you orgasm. Yeah. That's um, true. You get to see it because I love watching you come. So, yeah. and um, the same, the same way you'll get women who absolutely love swallowing cum will be the, the same principles of the women that absolutely love, no, love having oh, it on uh, their face like oh you're gonna say like is in you'll get some people that love it some people that hate oh, yeah, it. it's very much of course but um i don't think it's just the degrading angle i think it's no it could be any angle but yeah i think i don't think i think some people would say some women would say like coming on them is almost degrading you know some people will find a problem with something yeah. people aren't gonna like everything but if that's what you're into and you're identifying that and you're like i want to fucking absolutely cover your face and come Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. There's got to be something as well from... <laughs> so when you see a pretty pussy yep. being come all over, yeah, I think that's really nice. You do that turns you on, it, it? It turns me on. I like seeing something pretty being covered in cum. Maybe it could be from the, the same the flip for him. Like he likes seeing a pretty face just being absolutely smothered in his cum. I, I, like, I like watching women get their face come on in porn. Yeah. For that exact reason. Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, there's one minute they're like could just be you know anywhere doing anything and now they've got come on their face they're now sexualized yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i get it so yeah no i think that's cool though man thank you for chucking that one in cool got any, any more slippery that's, that's the only one today all right we're on to the fun stuff oops, we're wrong, on hole. oops wrong hole we've got a few so oops wrong hole oops wrong hole several years that was a really bad start <laughs> Several years ago, when I was in London, I'm an Aussie male. I was dating a Kiwi girl. A sister of my mate in Oz had just moved to London and called me up for a drink. I had always fancied her, so I said, okay. We met at a pub she worked at, and several drinks later, we ended up shagging in her room at the pub. I had already had sex with my girlfriend that morning. Oh, oh no. Oh, my God. It was 2 p.m. on a Sunday. It's just so. A <laughs> So I'd managed to shag a Kiwi and an Aussie. So I thought I'd need to do the Tri-Nations and shag a South African. Oh dear. I had a friend with benefits that I used to see from time to time and she just happened to be a Safa. So I gave her a call to catch up for a drink that afternoon, when she, which she was only too happy to oblige. Suffice to say that after a few drinks, we were back at her place shagging and I managed the Tri-Nations in one day. Loving the podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. You son of a bitch. Do you know what I hate about that? What? He's in London and didn't shag an English girl. <laughs> His whole thing was about like, yeah, I've got to do a Kiwi. I've got to do an Aussie. I've got to do a Safa. Fuck a lot of you. I'm sour about the rugby. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Um, okay. Fair, fair one. one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fair one. Hey, you know... He knew what he wanted and he went and got it. And we've got to love a guy that does that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, say man. positive things. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool. That's, a, that's, that's, yeah, okay. Next one? That's a sick story for when you're in the boozer with the lads. Yeah, I guess so. For sure. Next one. Started chatting with a bird on a dating app. We, ki- we quickly agreed to meet up for some extracurricular activities. None of these stories have ever gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she invites me over for dinner. Can't remember what the meal was, but I do remember the salad. We ate, we chatted, then we got to it. Everyone gets what they came for. <laughs> I quickly realised that this was going to be a singular visit, so I'm trying to find the exit. 
To my surprise, the power goes off, so I use this as my out. The next morning, I receive a text message asking if I enjoyed dinner. That was quickly followed by a video of her vigorously defiling a poor innocent carrot until she reached an explosive squirting orgasm. One large enough to give the River Nile a run for its money. She then texts us saying, I hope you enjoyed the salad. As the carrot she so aggressively shagged was sliced into a garnish for the salad she'd prepared. Needless to say that a singular visit turned into many more. (laughs) 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 I was literally thinking like, is he upset by this? Because I think that would be quite, I'd probably get turned on by that. That would turn you on. Yeah, if you were like, by the way, that carrot you ate, I fucked myself with it. I'd be like, all right. What are you saying? We, we do it next what are you week. Saying? Yeah. Um, oh, that's fucking that finisher. I love it. Fair one. <laughs> one time turned into many. My guy. I love that. Hey, right. fair play to her as well. I mean, there is like a possible, like, maybe should have told him beforehand, but fuck it. Some people will say that was non consensual. Ah, oh, fuck them. But they're the people that we like to delete their comments. Yeah. They're the people that, yeah, fuck them. Right. Next one. So I'm a cam girl, been doing it for three years, so nothing surprises me until the other day. This guy was doing his thing, and so was I, if you get my drift. Yep. <laughs> yep. I didn't see his thing, and he said he, it's come. Before leaving the show, he pulls off his condom and showed me it was full of jizz. I pretended it was sexy and said, wow, amazing, I'm glad I made you come. He then proceeds to empty the entire contents oh into no. his mouth. Oh no. Well, I was gagging to the point I was sick on cam and I had to run to the bathroom <laughs> as I was sick all down me. Yet he was still online getting paid to watch me vomit. I felt violated or haunt me for the rest of my cam days. Oh, you poor girl. Oh, that was so unexpected. You she, poor girl. She's like, mm, yeah, great. I'm so glad I made you cut. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, again, I'm not going to shame anybody for enjoying the taste of their own cum I'm not gonna because i no. know i got a mate who does yeah and he's wild as fuck he used to think it was funny to come out from the toilets with his hand covered in cum and just lick it clean all right i didn't enjoy seeing it yeah but i'm not gonna shame people well i used to watch but, my mate piss into his own mouth and i'd be like I'm, i have to leave right now i'm not gonna tell you about my party tricks oh yeah you know yeah um but poor girl <laughs> i've i'm oh. the thing is she's obviously a professional you know she's like I was really telling him how proud yeah. I was, how like how I'd done such a good job, and then that just tipped over the edge. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, being I mean, if gra- she wasn't yeah. expecting it, if if she'd had the message beforehand saying I want to come on camera and then I want to eat my cum in front of you, she could have mentally prepared prep. herself yeah. for that. Yeah, maybe made a different dinner choice or something. Popped you know? the price up just ever so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, oh, but what a pro though! What a yeah. pro! Fair play to her. Fair big, play. Big shout out. Right, last short one. Okay. First time I had shower sex, I had the girl up against the shower wall. Dangerous. I dropped her. (laughs) (laughs) And long, painful story later, I ended up with a doctor with two inch wide purple bruise ring around the base of my dick for a couple of weeks. Oh, she like pulled his dick down as she slid down. Yeah, that sounds like some muscle movement. You have to be like in someone for that. I, I mean, shower sex sounds so sexy and it looks We've sexy, talked about this but it's, it's so dangerous. dangerous. I'm just not comfortable. No. Especially if you're like stood up and you want to do a one-legged shuffle. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, right. 
That's the end of the show. That's us. Quick plugs. Uh, Instagram. Ironing out the kinks. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you want to send us a submission. 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 It's IOTK dot fun. F-U-N. F-U-N. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening. Um, we love you all. And yeah, we're just doing, we're just getting really big numbers and it means the world to us. And people who message us saying that they love our show means the absolute world to us. So we cannot say thank you enough. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Stay Bye. happy. Keep fucking. Bye.